Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 335 of How Do You Write? I'm Rachel Heron, and I'm so pleased that you are here with me today on a little bonus mini episode. I did say that there wouldn't be an episode this week, but I decided that there would be. We're not getting on to the boat with our car tomorrow to go to the South Island to go on our big hike, which they call the tramp here, which is always delightful to me. We're going to go on a big tramp and uh, we don't do that till tomorrow. So I have time to sneak this in. And there are a couple of questions from the Patreon mini coaching that I want to address before I leave. So let's do that. Uh, first of all, what's going on around here? Holy crap. We may have bought a house. We may have bought a house. It moves fast. It moves real fast around here. Y'all, we saw a place, fell in love, put in an offer, didn't get it because we could not unconditionally guarantee our financing as the other person could. We have conditions on our financing. And then we fell in love with a better place. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's out in this little village that is five minutes drive outside um, Wellington, but it's still in Wellington proper. And the bus stops just a block and a half away. And it's walking distance to multiple cafes, two gross, real grocery stores. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful old 1930s house. It is flat. There are not 50 or 80 stairs up. It is not on a cliff. It is not in a floodplain. So is it really even Wellington? I don't know. Uh, but in 42 minutes, I will be discussing completing the finance stuff with our mortgage person. So it is very close to happening. And if next week you hear me crying, um, then it didn't go through. But, you know, we fall in love and if we get our hearts broken. We survive. We both really want this one though. This We pulled up to the house to look at it. And Vala said, this is, this is where we live. This is, this is our home. And we both felt that. So anyway, very exciting, very, very confusing. New Zealand mortgage stuff is incredibly, incredibly complicated. There is no such thing as a 15-year fixed mortgage or 30-year. There is one, two, three, or five years or 18 months. Uh, there are these things called floating mortgages and offsets, and you can split your mortgage up into part floating, offset, part fixed for 18 months, another third of it fixed for two years. It's all a gamble with the interest rates. So super interesting, quite stressful, very, very exciting. And yeah, we're doing all of this so we can get a dog and a cat. <laughs> that is the truth. Um, also, you know, just to have a home. Mm. Okay. Anyway, enough about that. That is, has been really exciting and has been derailing me a little bit from work, but I still have been getting a bunch of edits done to the uh, how to decide how to publish yourself class that will be evergreen and going up probably within a couple of weeks, I hope. I'll get that out there. So I will keep you posted on that. Speaking about classes, 90 Days to Done still has four slots, as I say this. Um, revision, of course, sold out immediately because 90 Day to Doneers always get the first crack at those. Uh, but there are still four slots available in 90 Days to Done, which starts on January 3rd. In it, you would write your book. 
Or if you've been trying and struggling to write your book, you will write your book. You will get it done. I would love to have you join us. It is the joy of my heart to lead these groups and to watch you writers complete your books, especially, oh, my favorite. And I always get these. I always get a couple of people who say, Rachel, I'm here, but I know you're wrong. I'm not going to write my book. Or if they're in revision, I'm not going to revise my book. I can't do it. It's impossible. (laughs) I love it, especially when they tell me that. And then at the end, when they say, I can't believe you were right. I can't believe that I did it. And I get to say, I told you so, but in a very friendly and kind and happy way, because I love that kind of, I told you so. I will never say, I told you so. If I warn you about putting you know, your coffee in that spot and then your elbow does knock it over, that's not my style. I will say, I told you so. When you say, I can't do it. And I say, you can, and then you do. Mm. Mm. It's a good feeling for both of us, really. So if you would like to check that out, you can just go to rachelherron.com slash 90, the numbers, rachelherron.com slash 90, and it will come right up. So that is open and oh, Yes. Actually, I want to share a reader email, which I found really inspiring and beautiful, but first I want to get to the questions. So let's do our Patreon mini coach questions. If you go over to patreon.com slash Rachel, you can join at $5 a month or more. And then I will answer any question that you have. And this week's two questions uh, come from Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Okay. She says, I want to talk about how to use book talk. Uh, let's see. She said, so I logged in. There was so much flashing and things. I'm not old at all. And you aren't, but I was lost. I found you and I watched a video of you, but otherwise typing book talk into the search button was very confusing. So let's say I want to go on TikTok and connect with authors because it sounds like it might even be useful. Um, even if no one posts about my book, what's the best way to do that? So TikTok is very cool. I think but it's like any other social media platform. If you don't enjoy it, you shouldn't be there. Michelle, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody. If you don't enjoy a social media platform, don't try to be there in any way, shape or form. You don't need to do that at all. I hate Facebook, so I'm not on Facebook. I mean, I technically am, but I'm really not. My Instagram posts my pictures over there if I choose to. And my assistant wonderful Ed goes in and checks messages every couple of weeks just to make sure I'm not missing something from uh, what I don't know, a high school friend who needs something from me. That is, I can't even bear to look at the messages. So going back to TikTok, I love TikTok. I saw it, got completely hooked when it was really new, deleted it off my phone immediately because I could tell that it was doing things to my brain. And then every once in a while, every few months or so, I'd put it back on my phone, usually during a migraine, because I can watch screens with migraines and I would watch and then I would delete it again because it was such a time suck. Uh, But I have embraced it. I love the flashing. I love the scrolling. I love the speed of it. I love the damn algorithm, which really, really gets you. It gets you fast. Uh, it will show you the things that you want to see, which is why it is hilarious when you hear, you know, older, I've heard, I've heard a couple older, you know, politicians saying, well, TikTok just shows young girls dancing. You know what I don't get on my TikTok? I don't get young girls dancing because I'm not engaging with those kinds of videos and just shows what you're engaging with. What My TikTok feed is perfectly curated for me. It is all ADHD hacks, cute dogs and cats. Um, some neuroatypical conversation, 
lesbian thirst traps. Yes. Those show up and some like a lot of, Oh, oh, you know what? I'm in, I'm in like trans kids coming out TikTok, and I really love watching them be strong. That is my TikTok feed. Anyway, I've, I've gone off subject. Michelle was saying, how the heck do you use it? Go there. If you want, if anyone wants to use TikTok, go there, sign up, watch things, curate your feed, which means whenever you see something you do like, you heart it. And perhaps you follow the, um, the person who posted it. And that's going to tell TikTok what you like. TikTok can also tell what you like just by how long you stay on a video, which is why it really, you know, I didn't heart it. I didn't put a heart on it. TikTok won't know I liked it. Oh no, they know that you watched it to the very last second or for the first seven seconds before you scrolled away. So they really know. They really know what your eyes and your mind want. So spend time there. Get your feed going. Look at Book Talk. Oh, I forgot to say Book Talk is also in mine. Um, especially Smut Talk. Smut Book Talk. I get a lot of that, even though I don't read too much Smut Talk, but Smut books, although I love them. I, I love them a lot. Uh, and I don't write them anymore, but I'm still in that feed. So I interact with other writers, um, especially other authors. And what I love to do is I love to talk about writing. For a while, I was trying to talk about my books, my last thriller. I was trying to hype people up for the paranormal romance for whenever that comes out. And I didn't like doing it. It was feeling super forced, super fake. And then I realized what I love to do is talk about writing. And I love to encourage other writers. I love to be a mama bear for writers. So I started talking about that over there. And suddenly I found my way. And suddenly people started following me because I was being my real, true, authentic self. And I wasn't trying to talk to people about my book or get them to read my book. I was just being me and enjoying that. And through that, I have made genuine connections with other writers. And that feels great to me, being my genuine self on the daily over there. Also putting a strict time limit on my phone. So it just shuts off after I've seen enough. That has been very important to me. So being real, connecting, leaving comments in terms of how to use TikTok to get sales for books, that is a harder nut to crack, and I don't know how to do it. So I will refer you to the book talkers, the book talkers. Um, just put that in the search bar or Google it, book, book talkers, like book doctors, but talkers. And that is my friends, Anne and Allie, who you have heard me talk about on this show. And Allie is A.K. Mulford and has had phenomenal TikTok success. And Anne Kemp is a divine TikToker and they are really doing everything right. And everything I have learned about being on TikTok and using it to sell books comes from them. They have a Patreon. They have a podcast now about talking about your books on TikTok and they are experts in it. Please go check them out. But the number one thing I have learned from them is to be myself on TikTok. As soon as I actually started being me on TikTok, suddenly being a content creator at the very limited sense I am on TikTok got easy and fun. I try to post one video a day, although I didn't when we were traveling and I'm not going to be this next week while we're traveling. Don't care. Posting regularly, reliably, the same time, couple between, you know, one and five times a day are best practices I know. For me, I could do one, maybe two a day. And, but I make sure that I have fun. 
That is the most important thing to me. So I don't know if this is very useful in terms of using um, book talk to sell books, but it is where I have found joy. And when people find us having joy out there and they want to come along on the trip, then when you do hold up your book and say, hey, my book is out, you want to buy it? They will. And I've seen that work on any social media platform that works. If people have already been connecting with you, with your genuine you self, the way that you present yourself to the world in your most authentic way, they are going to want to help support you. So that's that answer. Um, And then the second question is, can you talk more about using Shopify to sell your books? I don't have a readership. So the people who will buy it, at least initially, are friends and family. If I just put the book on Shopify, then I think I'll make more money. Since there are... Uh, since they are buying to support me, maybe this makes more sense, but then I have fewer sales on Amazon. So I would be less searchable in theory. Is that correct? What do you think? Or am I, do I have this all wrong? You don't have it all wrong. It sounds like you're thinking about this really sensibly. And yes, Shopify, I think is, or some way to sell direct to a consumer. So that, so your readers are not going through Amazon or Barnes and Noble or anywhere else. They're going direct to you and you are providing them your book in either e-version, audio, or paper. Shopify will be the way to go for the future, will be the best practice way to go as we all develop readerships. For me, for my next self-published book, I have already decided that I would place it on my Shopify store, which is not up yet, but I already have the URL reserved. Um, But I'll place it on my Shopify account exclusively for one month, and I will tell my readers about it through my email newsletter. So if they want to get it early, I will also tell them you're helping support me because I'm getting more money from this, you do get a higher percentage um, from selling direct on something like Shopify. And then I will put it available everywhere else. However, without a readership, without a mailing list of you know, a size that will help support you as an author, I, I'm going to say this and I could be very wrong. Somebody feel free to correct me. Um, but I don't really see the point of having a Shopify because you may make a few more bucks by selling over there to friends and family. However, if friends and family buy you on Amazon, then Amazon may prompt them to leave a review or you may prompt them to leave a review wherever they bought it. And that does increase visibility to other strangers who don't know who you are. If you have siloed those sales over to Shopify, yes, Amazon doesn't know you're being bought or being reviewed. So they don't have as much reason to push you into their algorithm, which nobody understands very well and certainly not me. But yes, I think if I were starting out as an author, I would go direct to the selling platforms, Amazon, Apple Books, Kobo, Google Play, and what's the last one? Uh, Did I say Barnes & Noble? Nook. Um, Yes. Sure. Also have a Shopify if that is something that makes your heart happy. But Shopify, there is a price per month, I believe. And would you actually make enough to cover that price? I don't really see the benefit of it for a brand new author who is building a readership. That is my (laughs) professional considered opinion, which could have lots and lots of holes in it. I do always love hearing from you all when you say, "Um, Rachel, that didn't make any sense. Or wait, you didn't even know this. So I love learning about that stuff. So please share it with me. Uh, Michelle, you're thinking about these things beautifully. Okay. And I also wanted to share with permission, 
an email that I got from SR Silcox, who emailed me in regards to episode 333. It was the um it was the episode a couple episodes ago that was the the hard thing, you know, answering Maggie about sales, which is Maggie is just emblematic of a lot of people who send me this kind of question too. So thanks Maggie for taking that. Um, and I, you know, I was, I don't know if I said or not, but I think I probably did that. I was nervous putting that type of show out and it is something that I want to do more of is, and I've always tried to, but it is hard to talk about the difficult stuff with full truth, honesty, transparency, because the hard stuff is hard. The hard stuff is not, oh, it's going to be hard. And then you'll be a millionaire. It's not that it's going to be hard and it could stay hard. And you might not make much money. Uh, and thinking about why we do this is really, really important. So SR sent me this lovely email and I would like to share it with you. Uh, I just wanted to send you a quick email to tell you that episode 333 of your podcast hit me in the feels. I needed to hear what you said on that episode. So thank you. I write lower YA, moving into upper middle grade at the advice of an agent and publisher with sapphic girls as main characters. It's not an easy nut to crack here in Australia, so I currently self-publish those stories. I don't sell a ton of those books, but I've started writing sapphic adult fiction to supplement my income in order to pursue those middle grade stories. Your episode reminded me to continually remind myself why I write, and I wanted to share a story that I'll be hanging on to for a while as my why. I just launched a book in my Cricut series for girls, even more of a slow seller. And I have a couple of young readers and their moms as beta readers. The books are focused on sport, mainly with no sapphic content. In this third book, however, one of my secondary characters comes out to the main character and I deliberately made it no big deal. I deliberately made sure that the scene portrayed a good friendship slash allyship. The coming out scene doesn't have a big impact on the story. And if I removed this scene, it wouldn't impact the story at all. I received a message from the mom of one of my younger readers who told me that her eight-year-old daughter had recently come out to her and her dad, and that when they read the scene in the book together, her daughter said she felt seen. It's extremely hard to keep going sometimes when you feel like when you don't feel like you're gaining any traction. And while I would love to be making a more sustainable income from my books, hopefully I'm headed in that direction. I know that impacting the people who need my stories is the most important reason I write them. Thank you, Rachel, for being an advocate for writers, et cetera, and thanks. Uh, But episode 333 really made me remember why I write. Thank you. Thank you, SR. That email, as you know, made my day. And oh my gosh, you pivotally, foundationally changed a young girl's life who felt seen. She felt, she will never forget that. She will never forget that moment. I will never forget you telling me about this moment. This is why we write. We write to affect others. We write because we want to put our love and our care and our understanding of our own personal worlds out there to help someone else in understanding their own personal world. And I truly don't believe there is a higher calling. Okay, like, you know, saving lives on an operating table. That's, a, that's pretty, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, we're definitely not doing that, but we're saving lives and souls in different ways, in a beautiful, beautiful way. And, and wow, you're a gorgeous writer too. Just reading that gave me goosebumps. And 
Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for telling us your why. It reminds me to think about my why as well. And that is super important for me. So I want to thank you personally for sending me that and for allowing me to share it on the podcast. I think that I have said everything I needed to say. So I'm going to go, um, okay, in just a few minutes, talk to the mortgage person and see if I have any concept about what mortgages mean in New Zealand and whether we can get one before we get on a boat tomorrow morning and then go hike the Abel Tasman for five days with one day in the middle to rest because we're old. And that, and I'm not old, I am perfectly, wonderfully 50 years old and I really like being this age. Um, okay, that's all. What a what a delight. Thank you, SR. And thank you, Michelle, for those fantastic questions. Thank you, all of you, for supporting the show. Even if all you can do in supporting the show is listen. Holy cow, what a wonderful way to support. What a gift to me to put some of your time into listening to me talk about writing. I am honored. I'm truly honored and grateful. So thank you. Happy writing to all of you. And I will see you on the flip side. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write? You can reach me on Twitter, Rachel Heron, or at my website, rachelheron.com. You can also support me on Patreon and get essays on living your creative life for as little as a buck an essay at patreon.com slash Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And do sign up for my free weekly newsletter of encouragement to writers at rachelheron.com slash write. Now go to your desk and create your own process. Get to writing, my friends.